First news with Keeler in the morning on WIBX and WIBX950.com. John Zogby from Zogby Strategies on the line right now. John, good morning. Good morning, Bill. Hi. Uh, so uh, let's talk about uh, about uh, President Biden and where uh-huh. he stands here and uh, what kind of a job performance you feel he's been able to uh, to accomplish so far. So we did this poll uh, last Thursday of 1,000-plus likely voters, and we found that, that overall the honeymoon uh, still exists. And, in fact, if you look historically at recent U.S. presidents at this point in time, uh, Joe Biden is doing a whole lot better than actually all of them. 59% job approval rating, 40% uh, disapprove. But I, I think what is particularly striking is, you know, despite the daily news, he, he has 96% support among Democrats, a majority, 55% among independents, but even 24% of Republicans uh, approve of the job that he's doing. What makes that so remarkable is that he only got 5% of the Republican vote in 2020. Yeah. Mm. So the, this is enough to suggest uh, these are, are good numbers, and to some degree at least, he has the, the wind at his, at his back. So, uh, you know, traditionally, of course, what happens during the, uh, during the midterms, and uh, he <clears throat> seems to be trying to get as much done as possible right now yeah. yes. uh, because he may not have that opportunity after the, the next year. Yep, absolutely. And, and so what he's been able to do is follow a much more traditional model than some of his immediate predecessors have, which is instead of just simply focusing on consolidating his own uh, base, his own party support, he has at least um, uh, given overtures uh, to the other side, calmed things down. And, I mean, the evidence shows 28, 29 percent of of conservatives and those who identify as very conservative uh, approve of his job. This is supposed to give him a little bit of slack in terms of negotiating uh, uh, with Congress. Um, and, you know, remains to be seen, but he will get his rescue plan. Uh, what form it will take, I, I don't know, yeah. but he will get it. Um, in terms of infrastructure, that seems to be uh, looking pretty shaky right now. Uh, it is. Um, and I think, not surprisingly, you know, the battle from the outset was going to be over, well, what is the definition of infrastructure with the president and his team uh, defining it uh, uh, very widely, you know, to include family leave and, and uh, programs for families and, and education. Hence the uh, $1.7 trillion, or no, $2.2 trillion mm-hmm. package. He has, quote, uh, compromise to get it down to 1.7 million. Uh, no indication that Senator McConnell or, or uh, Kevin McCarthy will accept anything more than 800 uh, billion dollars. So let's see if we're stalled there or not. Biden may just opt to go with a, a lower figure now, knowing that some of those uh, uh, wider. Uh, some of those programs that 
belong in the wider definition of uh, infrastructure or things that he could pass uh, somehow by reconciliation without the supermajority needed in Congress. Yeah. Uh, what about the uh, the Sleepy Joe uh, mantra that, um, you know, it really depends on the network that you're watching, uh, yeah. how, how well Joe Biden is doing and whether or not the world is coming to an end, America is coming to an end. And he is so far progressive that uh, uh, we're on our way to uh, to socialism again. Depending on which network you're watching, depending on which network uh, you're watching is is true. Uh, it's kind of amazing, you know, going thinking back to the days when there was kind of a consensus about what was reported as news, and now uh, you, you just see diametrically opposed. Um, uh, news programs. But here's the thing. I can only go by the numbers yep. right now. On one hand, he's taking a beating from the right. Uh, he's taking to some degree a beating from the left. But whatever it is he's doing, um, which doesn't smack of socialism to me, uh, quite frankly, when you most industrial nations uh, uh, have family leave and, and uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, 20th century policies like that. Three out of five still approve of the job the president's doing. When was the last time you saw those numbers with the, you know, the exception, obviously, of George W. Bush uh, in the aftermath of 9-11? Other than that, um, you've got to go back to parts of Reagan's presidency, and then before that, uh, Lyndon Johnson, after Kennedy's uh, assassination. Uh, So, Whatever Joe Biden is doing now, despite the public reports and, and despite really the childishness of the sleepy Joe and all that kind of nonsense, the president um, has, is posting some good numbers, he very is, good numbers. Uh, so what it's telling you, though, is the, uh, the strategy of basically laying low. I, I don't know how else you, can't, you, can, you can describe it, that he, it is such a contrast from what we had the four years prior. Uh, he really is laying low, and it seems to be working. They're very, very well protected, I think, by the people that are surrounding him. Yeah, I mean, the model is very similar to, to Ronald Reagan. You know, um, protect him from you know the 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 day to day scuttlebutt and and uh, pot shots and so on from uh, you know from the from the pundits and keep him either above the fray or away from the fray, um, and play off of what Fox would call uh, Sleepy Joe, you know, supporters would call Uncle Joe. Uh, you know, somebody with experience, who's steady, who, who projects a, an empathic image, and, oh, meanwhile, um, you know, is not engaged in the you know, day-to-day rat-a-tat, rat-a-tat. Uh, the other thing I found interesting, there's a new book out that talks about uh, the campaign, and uh, it includes the uh, the fact that it's reported that uh, that uh, former President Barack Obama played a rather large role advising during the campaign. Yes. I thought yeah. that was uh, – that, and something we really didn't see because you didn't do it publicly. It was being done behind the scenes. Done behind the scenes, uh, not surprisingly. Um you know, as presidents and vice presidents go, um, these two were fairly close. There was a mutual respect. Let's not forget that 
Biden, um, uh, younger Biden, uh, gave young Barack Obama a lot of gravitas and um, a lot of capacity inside the Beltway and in the halls of Congress that uh, Mr. Obama just didn't have the time or the experience to have cultivated. And so, and you know, on the flip side, uh, uh, Barack Obama helped thrust Biden even more into the national consciousness by naming him vice president, because otherwise this was, uh, you know, a, a political uh, career that was was in its twilight. And so, yeah, the two are close. And um, Mr. Obama, I think, in particular with the Obama coalition, you know, and making sure that, you know, a 78-year-old white ma- male knew how to communicate with a younger, non-white uh, uh, constituency, uh, you know, was critical. It's also a uh, the dealings with uh, with the conflict in uh, in Israel. While it seems like um, while it while it seems like he's taken uh, almost a hands off approach, um, it's just so much in contrast to the negotiations that were done in public, and oftentimes many sharp comments that were made by President Trump publicly. That's not happening here. So anything that is going on is going on behind the scenes. It's almost the way it used to be. It is, you know, and some critics suggest that it's weakness or the loss of American face and and value uh, in the world. <clears throat> On the other hand, um, uh, you know, the, the the breakdown of the Abraham Accords, the uh, ongoing uh, crisis between Israel and and the Gazans. These, uh, you know, were festering. These were not going, uh, were not on a path uh, towards revo- resolution. And in Biden's case, you know, cool the rhetoric, uh, let it play out. I'm not personally thrilled with the way that he handled the uh, the, the situation. But um, now let's see what Tony Blinken's going to be able to do yeah. in the next year or so. All right, John, we appreciate it. Thank you so much. The polling numbers are uh, very interesting at this point uh, for Biden. We appreci- yeah, they, they really are. Appreciate yeah. your time. Thanks so much, John. Anytime, Bill. All right. Uh, John Zogby from Zogby Strategies. Do you want to comment on that? You look like you do. I just, I, <clears throat> um, uh, certainly John knows better than I do, but I didn't, I was surprised to hear him say he thought he did a good job of communicating with the younger non-white demo. Um, but maybe, uh I could be completely I think those wrong numbers I, are surprising, though, aren't they? They are. I, I just feel like it, so much of this, in in my opinion, I could be completely wrong, was a non – it was an anti-Trump vote, not a – Joe's the man. Yeah. Joe Joe is the one. Like if it but was, then why why does he have a uh, an approval rating higher than where Trump and Obama were? I do think this below-the-radar stuff – uh, The less you benefit. hear, yep. the more we're okay with. He's like an umpire. You know, is my life getting, can I go on with my life? Do I not have intrusion? Do I not have these things going on? What's the president's name, the empire's name? I don't know. Well, then he must be doing a damn good job. Yeah, he's not calling any weird outside pitches. It's like uh, all of it's just just, uh, almost somewhat robotic. Very interesting. All right, we have a free money question. Conversely, just one more thing. Conversely, was Trump not in your, whether it was your Facebook feed or your top five news stories of the day or in a conversation you'd have about somebody with somebody every day? 
It was the last thing he said. What did he tweet? And I know some people like that or whatever, and I'm not saying it's, it makes one a better president than the other. I'm not even going down that road. I'm just saying it's such a contrast to where he was. you had one president who was so, um, so much up in your face, and the other one is like, where is he? I don't know where he is. I don't know what he's doing today. Yeah. I don't know what the last thing he said one, was. One, uh, one, one president's style was abrasive. The other one can't be abrasive because if you don't come in contact with someone, you can't have an <laughs> abrasion. That's a fair point. Uh, gotta be. Uh, I mean, the most you get out of uh, out of uh, Biden is like a windburn. Uh, that's about <laughs> it. Um, he doesn't brush up against you. It's crazy. 